Leviticus 1 through 3. Now the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of livestock from the herd or the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall offer it at the doorway of the tent of meeting, so that he may be accepted before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, so that it may be accepted for him to make atonement on his behalf. Then he shall slaughter the bull before the Lord. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall offer up the blood and sprinkle the blood around on the altar that is at the doorway of the tent of meeting. He shall then skin the burnt offering and cut it into its pieces. And the sons of Aaron the priest shall put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces with the head and the suet on the wood which is on the fire that is on the altar. Its entrails, however, and its legs he shall wash with water. And the priests shall offer all of it up in smoke on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering by fire as a soothing aroma to the Lord. But if his offering is from the flock, either from the sheep or from the goats, as a burnt offering, he shall offer a male without defect, and he shall slaughter it on the side of the altar northward before the Lord. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall then cut it into its pieces, with its head and its suet. And the priest shall arrange them on the wood which is on the fire that is on the altar. The entrails, however, and the legs he shall wash with water. And the priest shall offer all of it, and offer it up in smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. But if his offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, then he shall bring his offering from the turtle doves or from the young doves. The priest shall bring it to the altar, and pinch off its head, and offer it up in smoke on the altar and its blood is to be drained out on the side of the altar. He shall also remove its craw with its feathers, and throw it beside the altar eastward, to the place of the fatty ashes. Then he shall tear it by its wings, but shall not sever it. And the priest shall offer it up in smoke on the altar, on the wood which is on the fire. It is a burnt offering an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. Now, when anyone presents a grain offering as an offering to the Lord, his offering shall be of fine flour, and he shall pour oil on it, and put frankincense in it. He shall then bring it to Aaron's sons the priests, and he shall take from it his handful of its fine flour and of its oil, with all of its frankincense. And the priest shall offer it up in smoke as its memorial portion on the altar, an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. The remainder of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the offering to the Lord by fire.
Now, when you bring an offering of grain offering baked in an oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers spread with oil. And if your offering is a grain offering made on the griddle, it shall be fine flour, unleavened, mixed with oil. You shall break it into bits and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. Now, if your offering is a grain offering made in a pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. When you bring in the grain offering which is made of these things to the Lord, it shall be presented to the priest, and he shall bring it to the altar. The priest then shall take up from the grain offering its memorial portion, and offer it up in smoke on the altar as an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. The remainder of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the offerings to the Lord by fire. No grain offering which you bring to the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you shall not offer up in smoke any leaven or any honey as an offering by fire to the Lord. As an offering of first fruits, you shall bring them to the Lord, but they shall not ascend as a soothing aroma on the altar. Every grain offering of yours, moreover, you shall season with salt, so that the salt of the covenant of your God will not be lacking from your grain offering. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. Also, if you bring a grain offering of early ripened things to the Lord, you shall bring fresh heads of grain roasted in the fire, crushed grain of new growth for the grain offering of your early ripened produce. You shall then put oil on it and place incense on it. It is a grain offering. Then the priest shall offer up in smoke its memorial portion, parts of its crushed grain, and its oil with all its incense as an offering by fire to the Lord. Now, if his offering is a sacrifice of peace offerings, if he is going to offer from the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without defect before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering, and slaughter it at the doorway of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons the priests shall sprinkle the blood around on the altar. From the sacrifice of the peace offerings, he shall then present an offering by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins, and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons shall offer it up in smoke on the altar on the burnt offering, which is on the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. But if his offering for a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord is from the flock, he shall offer it, male or female, without defect. If he is going to offer a lamb for his offering, then he shall offer it before the Lord and he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering, and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's sons shall sprinkle its blood around the altar. From the sacrifice of peace offerings, he shall then bring as an offering by fire to the Lord its fat, the entire fat tail which he shall remove close to the backbone, the fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is on the entrails and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins, 
and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. Then the priest shall offer it up in smoke on the altar as food, an offering by fire to the Lord. Now if his offering is a goat, then he shall offer it before the Lord, and he shall lay his hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. From it he shall present his offering as an offering by fire to the Lord, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, which is on the loins, and the lobe of the liver, which he shall remove with the kidneys. The priest shall offer them up in smoke on the altar as food, an offering by fire as a soothing aroma. All fat is the Lord's. It is a permanent statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. You shall not eat any fat or any blood. Luke 2 Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was a governor of Syria, and all the people were on their way to register for the census, each to his own city. Now Joseph went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the family of David, in order to register with Mary, who was betrothed to him, and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields, and keeping watch over their flock at night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. And so the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army of angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. When the angels had departed from them into the heavens, the shepherd began saying to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem, then, and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry, and found their way to Mary and Joseph, and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen him, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed about the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. And when eight days were completed, so that it was time for his circumcision, 
he was also named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what has been stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young doves. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him in his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are letting your bondservant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation for the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to his mother Mary, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many things in Israel and is a sign to be opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, and had lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, and then as a widow to the age of eighty-four, She did not leave the temple grounds, serving night and day with fasts and prayer. And at that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God, and continued to speak about him to all those who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And when his parents had completed everything in accordance with the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth. Now the child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover, and when he was twelve years old, they went up there according to the custom of the feast. And as they were returning, after spending the full number of days required, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents were unaware of it. Instead, they thought he was somewhere in the caravan, and they went a day's journey, and then they began looking for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem looking for him. Then, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When Joseph and Mary saw him, they were bewildered. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, Why is it that you are looking for me? 
Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house? And yet they on their part did not understand the statement which he had made to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he continued to subject them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and people. Romans 12 Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many parts in one body, and all the body parts do not have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually parts of one another. However, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each one of us is to use them properly. If prophecy, in proportion to one's faith. If service, in the act of serving. Or the one who teaches, in the act of teaching. Or the one who exhorts, in the work of exhortation. Or the one who gives, with generosity. The one who is in leadership, with diligence and the one who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Love must be free of hypocrisy. Detest what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, and practicing hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless, and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never repay evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, Give him a drink, for in doing so you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Proverbs 17, 1-9 Better is a dry morsel and quietness with it 
than a house full of feasting with strife. A servant who acts wisely will rule over a son who acts shamefully, and will share in the inheritance among brothers. The refining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. An evildoer listens to wicked lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. One who mocks the poor taunts his maker. One who rejoices at disaster will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are the crown of the old, and the glory of sons is their fathers. Excellent speech is not fitting for a fool much less are lying lips for a prince. A bribe is a charm in the sight of its owner. Wherever he turns, he prospers. One who conceals an offense seeks love. But one who repeats a matter separates close friends. Psalm 35, 17-28 Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages, my only life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among a mighty people. Do not let those who are wrongfully my enemies rejoice over me, nor let those who hate me for no reason wink maliciously, for they do not speak peace but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. They opened their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha! Aha! Our eyes have seen it. You have seen it, Lord. Do not keep silent. Lord, do not be far from me. Stir yourself, and awake to my right, and to my cause, my God, my Lord. Judge me. Lord my God, according to your righteousness, and do not let them rejoice over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Aha! Our desire! Do not let them say, We have swallowed him up. May those be ashamed and altogether humiliated who rejoice at my distress. May those who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and dishonor. May those shout for joy and rejoice, who take delight in my vindication. And they may say continually, The Lord be exalted, who delights in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall proclaim your righteousness and your praise all day long. <laughs>